thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. To the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Thank you for joining us today for Jesus the Healer. We invite you, get your Bible, get a notebook, and follow along with us yes. and um, receive what God has for you. Release your faith. That's Amen. Right. We've been taking some time over the past couple of episodes to teach on the subject of authority and dominion. It belongs to you in Christ. I said it belongs to you in Christ. And we want to look at Psalm chapter 8 in verse 4. It reads, What is man that thou art mindful of him? And the son of man that thou visitest him. So notice this, because we're in God's thoughts, he visits us. Yes. How does he visit us? With Through his word, yes. through really hearing the anointed word taught, reading materials. Really, God will put his, his answer for your life in someone else's mouth. What about when you go to listen, go to church and you hear your pastor? Yes. Your help is there. Yes. Amen. We, we call that a visit from God. Why? Because God is enabling and God's yes. empowering what is said and what he brings into your life. And then verse five says, for thou hast made him man a little lower than the angels. The word angels here in the Hebrew, it doesn't read angels. That Now the Old Testament was originally written in Hebrew. So when we go back to the Hebrew, we see the correct translation of it. And the word is Elohim. It's yeah. meaning God. Yeah. So basically God made man a little lower than himself. You say, well, that's just presuming too much. Well, that's not what I said. That's what he did. <laughs> Amen. It says that we are made in his image. So his image also has his authority. We are made in his image and we have his authority. And so it says that he's made us a little lower than God himself and has crowned man with glory and honor. God made him to have dominion over the works of his hands and thou hast put all things under his feet. Notice this, God made us to have dominion. Yes. We're not made to be dominated. We are made yes. to dominate. Yes. Dominate the circumstances that come against us, tests and trials, the emergencies of life that show up, they need to go the direction of our authority. Yes. Amen. That, we, that authority that we possess, it has to be released. It has to be utilized. It has to be used. You know, people will say, why did God let this happen to me? That needs to not be in the mouth of believers. That's not a statement that is appropriate and in line with the word. When people say, why did God let this happen? God allows what we allow. Amen. So we have to say, why did I put up with that? Yeah. Um, 
So our authority is far-reaching, and every believer has the same amount of authority. One wasn't given more authority than another because we all share equally in the inheritance that Jesus provided for us. Ephesians chapter 1, it it tells us this, that God raised Jesus from the dead, and when he did, he brought him far, he was raised far above all principalities, powers, might, and dominion above every name that's named. Uh, in this world and in all worlds. And then in chapter 2, it says, and God has raised us together also. So when he raised up Christ, he raised us up together, made us sit together in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Well, when the head was raised, the body came with him. Jesus is the head. We are the body of Christ. And we share the same seat of authority. Amen. Amen. We need to we need to make sure that we have a firm hold on that truth. You know, um, we have to realize that in exercising our authority, um, we need to do it daily, mm-hmm. not yes. because things are out of place, but sometimes to keep things in place. Yes. Yes. Amen. Um, heaven is a perfect society. Right? Uh, Remember what Jesus prayed? He said, Father, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So he was letting us know it's the Father's will that's done in heaven. He was letting us know that. Why? Heaven is a perfect society. But one day in this perfect society, things try to get out of order. What was it? Um, Lucifer, that we know him as Satan, um, he tried to uh, take a place different than what was yes. assigned to him. Yeah. Yeah. He thought to take a place yeah. different. Yes. And um, that in that perfect society, things tried to get out of order. Wow. But what happened? God rose up yeah. and exercised yeah. his authority, yeah. his right. dominion. Yes. Jesus said to his disciples on one occasion, I beheld Satan that he fell from heaven like a lightning. He fell as quick as lightning flashes from the top to the bottom. He was cast out of heaven. Why? Authority stepped in. Dominion stepped in. Uh, He was kicked out. His place was found no more. It's as though he had never been there. When you use your authority and dominion, it's as though what came against you never had showed up. So total is your victory. So complete. You're not living with the baggage of the past. You're not living with the debris and the remnants of what happened. Take your dominion and authority and make it as though it had never come. Um, So notice this. Um, Heaven, that perfect society, things try to get out of order. You have a perfect redemption, but things will try to get out of order. Love rose up and kicked Satan out of heaven. It's not love to be permissive towards the wrong flow. Love rose up and forbid the wrong flow. Walking in love does not mean being permissive toward wrongdoing. That's That's not walking in love. Love rose up that day. Yes. And said, not here. (laughs) And Satan lost his place and his good name. And um, so recognize, um, it is a flow of love. 
to hold things in proper order. It's a flow of love. To, To not hold the order of the word, the order of God's plan for your life and let somebody come and disrupt that order, you're not walking in love. Because love is not permissive towards sin. Love is not permissive towards wrongdoing. And when it comes to your realm, your life, your home, you don't have to put up with things. You don't have to put up with the opposition the devil brings. Amen. And uh, you're authorized to keep perfect order the order of the word in your life and in your home. Amen. Amen. So people may wonder this, Pastor Nancy, authority, dominion's been given to us. Mm -hmm. Satan's been defeated, right? Satan is already defeated. Since he's already defeated, how come I have to use my authority and dominion to deal with him? He has been defeated, but he has not yet been imprisoned. One day he yeah. will be imprisoned, yeah. but he is not yet imprisoned because the, the lease that Adam turned over to him has not run out yet. Uh-huh. One day it will run out and he will be imprisoned. That's why you still have to exercise your authority over a defeated yes. foe because he's still on the loose. Yeah. He's not yet been imprisoned. Uh-huh. Amen. 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 Now we know this, we just in, in our own society, with the laws of the land. Mm -hmm. Police officers are called law enforcement officers, right? Right. They don't make the laws. They don't vote and decide what laws go into place. They just enforce them. They're authorized Mm -hmm. to enforce laws they didn't make. Yes, amen. Well, um, we're authorized with what God has put in place to make sure that we, that our lives are in line with what God authored yes, for our right. lives. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. The victory that's ours, the healing that's yes. ours, yes. the prosperity that's ours. Yes. We didn't win that for ourselves. No. We didn't vote on that. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Of course, we, we vote good. We, we, we vote, we like that. Yes. But I'm saying God put it in place. Yes. And then he authorized us to enforce what he put in place for our lives. So a police officer operates under delegated authority. It's the authority of the city or other law enforcement officers operate under the county. Mm -hmm. So it's delegated authority. It's not something he earned for himself or won for himself. It is given to him by a higher by a higher, uh, a higher realm, yeah. a higher authority. That's, that's where ours come from, comes from. It comes from a higher place. It doesn't come from us. We're just, we're just entrusted with it. Amen. Amen. Now, a policeman, uh, if he wakes up a certain morning and his, he doesn't feel well physically, his authority still works. His authority did not diminish just because his body doesn't feel good that day. Even so, no matter what you feel like, your authority did not, did not diminish with your feelings. Even if his, he falls behind financially in his bills, he doesn't lose authority. He's still got his authority. So it's not based on what you possess financially. 
as to whether it works. Your authority works regardless of whether you feel like it. No matter what the situation's in your life, it still works. Amen. You occupy a position of authority. Now, there are three hindrances to us in the exercising of our authority. Now, one of the things, and I, maybe I need to make it a fourth. Let me, let me state it a fourth. In a previous episode, we talked about how where Peter said, he said, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Notice before you resist the devil and before he'll flee, you have to submit to God. You have to submit to God's word. Submit to God's plan for your life. Submit to what he's dealing with you about. Why? Because you have to submit to the one who delegated you the authority. And the greater our submission, we, we, enjoy, we enjoy dominion to the degree that we're submitted. So the more we're submitted, the more fully our dominion will work. If we only submit in a measure, our dominion will only work in a measure. But if, we're support, if, we, if we, um, we submit fully to what God's plan is for our life, we'll have greater expressions of that dominion, that, that effectiveness, that when we use our authority, we will get an effect because the power of God can, cannot meet disobedience to his, to his, to his commands. Amen. Amen. So when we're submitted, we're obeying. Amen. Lack of submission is a lack of obedience to what God has for us. So number one, we have to be submitted to God's plan, God's word, what God's telling us in our own lives. Uh, But in, in light of that, there's three other hindrances that will hinder us in the exercising of our authority. Number one is ignorance. When a person doesn't have knowledge of something, he can't walk in it. Uh, he can't, he doesn't, he doesn't take possession or he doesn't operate in the possession he has. Mm-hmm. He be, doesn't become a partaker of what he possesses till he has knowledge of it. Mm-hmm. It can cost us much to live in ignorance. It not only can cost us much, it can cost us everything. Because Hosea chapter 4, 6, God spoke and said, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. What is that? Ignorance. Knowledge runs out ignorance. The devil is counting on our ignorance to work his plan. He seeks to hold us in the dark. He seeks to hold us in ignorance. That's why he, he will, when, when somebody, a, a baby Christian starts coming to church to get taught the word, um, the devil will do everything he can to keep him out of church. Right. Right. Keep him backslid, keep him distracted. Why? He doesn't want him to come to the light. Because why? Light runs out darkness. Right. Knowledge runs out ignorance. And, this, and Satan's working on, his ignor- on the ignorance of men to hold them in a place of defeat because he doesn't want them to know that he's the defeated one. The devil wants, have you ever found this out? The devil wants you to always keep dealing with yourself so you won't deal with him. Yes, we should deal with ourselves with the word. But the devil, when 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 he opposes us, he points to our weaknesses, faults, failures, uh, where we've missed God with self, with, with condemnation and, and self guilt and all this, why he's trying to get us focused on us. So we won't deal with him. Amen. When he attacks, 
I don't care how much you deal with yourself, it won't deal with him. Right. You got to take your authority and deal with him. Yeah. Amen. You don't deal with him by you, by you behaving yourself. Does that make sense to you? No matter how nice I am to people, that won't keep fear off me. I got to take my authority and deal with fear. You see. So, yes, deal with yourself as the word directs you, but not as the devil condemns you. When he starts condemning, turn around and start dealing with him. Condemnation, I take authority over that. The second thing that is a hindrance to us in the exercising of our authority, we've said first, ignorance. Here is unbelief is the second thing. The Hebrews that God delivered out of Egypt didn't enter into the promised land that belonged to them because of one reason, unbelief. Unbelief. They had the authority to enter. God authorized them because he gave them that land. In the spirit realm, that, that deed was in their name. But because of their lack of belief, they just lived close and in proximity to that land without entering in. I don't want to live in proximity of healing. I want to enjoy healing. I don't want to just live in proximity of prosperity that belongs to me. I want to partake of it. Amen. And, it's, and unbelief will keep you living close without partaking, living close without entering, living in proximity and never going in. Amen. When a person doesn't trust God, the one that our authority stems from, our dominion stems from, it's impossible to operate in true dominion. You understand that? If we're not trusting him, it's impossible to be bold in our dominion. How do you say to someone, I love you, but I don't believe a word you say? (laughs) You can't say, I trust you, God, but then you don't believe what he says. Can't, they, they don't go together. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Then the third thing that is a hindrance to us operating in our, in our full dominion is sin. Mm-hmm. It's the greatest element to destroy man's effective, effective use yes. of authority and dominion. And as we said, to not submit to God is disobedience. Well, disobedience is sin. Yeah. Uh, to live a life that is different than the word prescribes Mm -hmm. and that we're authorized to live. And not only this, empowered. Do you know what, because if, if you're born again, you are empowered to not live a life of sin. You're empowered. He, he not only authorizes you to live sin free. It tells us in Romans six, it says, sin shall not lord it over you. Sin has no more dominion over you. Just because the temptation to sin comes, you, you are empowered to say no, no. Now the world isn't empowered to say no to sin in the same way because they don't recognize that it's sin. They just think that it's their desire. But we recognize that when something tempts us, we go, no, that, that didn't come from me. That didn't come from my heart. That didn't come from my way of thinking. And so we tell it, no, I'm not entering in. You're authorized and empowered to tell sin no. You never have to live a life of sin. Amen. 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 You say, then how come I keep going into certain directions that I don't want to go? Because you haven't yet learned to draw on the greater one in you. Yeah. Amen. It's yes. what you it's what you yield to. Yes. What you draw. Learn to yield to your spirit, not your flesh. Yes. Learn to yield to your 
Learn to yield to God, not the mental reasoning yes. arena. Amen. Amen. Um, but if we, if we choose to persist in a lifestyle of sin, it will show up in our effectiveness when we go to use our dominion. Mm -hmm. People will resist the devil and he won't leave right. because right. you have to be submitted to God. Right. You have to be yeah. submitted to the word. Yes. Being clean, living clean, mm -hmm. Uh, is important to the exercise of our authority and our dominion. Yes. Amen. Amen. Um, I, I so appreciate how far-reaching that dominion is, that as a minister, as a pastor, um, I, we've had to learn to operate in our dominion to fulfill the plan of God. The congregation has to learn to use their dominion, to move with the vision that God's given a man of God. There are times that the devil will try to hold back a church, try to hold back a ministry, just like he'll try to hold back an individual. Yeah. Um, I'm reminded of something that Dr. Sumrall years ago, Dr. Lester Sumrall, who was our pastor, precious, precious man of God, bold faith. He was, um, he was endeavoring to build. He had bought some property uh, to build a building. Well, the neighbors started opposing him building that. And um, they said, we wanted to turn it into, we want it to be turned into a park. And he said, then why didn't you buy it and turn it into a park? <laughs> it's amazing how you want to take what I bought and turn it into a park, <laughs> you know? And, uh, but he knew that God had that land for them for a building. So people will use all kinds of, the devil will use people right. in all kinds of different right. ways right. to make it look like, you know, you're, you're, you're not doing right. Um, so Dr. Summerall, he, he got up and he declared that we will build a building here. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And there were neighbors that set out to oppose him. And he said, if you oppose me, you'll suffer for it. Mm -hmm. Why? Because he wasn't pronouncing a curse on them. They came against his authority yeah. Yeah. of the plan of God. He was carrying out. See, when God gives you a plan, there's authority to carry out that plan. Yes. Yes. God authorizes you yes. to carry out that plan. And if somebody decides they're going to try to block that plan, they're going to, they're going, they're going to have the effects of that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when, when, a, when a car is on a freeway and you decide, I'm going to, I'm going to make this my walking path. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've gotten off the path. Yes. That path belongs to the car. Right. It doesn't belong to pedestrians yeah. on that path, you know, and they're, in, they're setting their life in, in jeopardy yeah. because they've gotten in the wrong path. Right. With every path God has directed for your life, there's an authority to fulfill that. Yes. Amen. Amen. And uh, it's like if there's a, in a storm, a live power line falls um, and someone steps on that, uh, there's a result <laughs> that comes from stepping on a live, a live wire. Yes. Was God trying to hurt that person? No, they, they stepped where they shouldn't have stepped, you see. Well, even so, when God gives us something to fulfill, we're authorized to fulfill it. Amen. People don't want to step where they ought not step. Don't get in front, don't get in the way of the plan of God. Yes. When, when you get in the plan, in the way of the plan of God, your authority won't work to protect you yeah. when you're in the way. Yes. 
Is that, you're authorized to get out of God's way. <laughs> you know, if God, because God told Dr. Summer, I'll build that church. And when people decided that they were going to oppose that, it cost, it cost them much because they got in the way of the authority of the plan of God. Amen. Amen. So you just encourage people, stay on, stay on God's, stay on the side of God's plan for your life. Amen. Amen. Um, I, I'm reminded of one of the, one of the most precious testimonies in connection with Dr. Summerall is when God sent him to, um, to go set a little gal free. She was in the Philippines. She had been placed under arrest. And um, while she was, when she was thrown in prison, um, the devil started tormenting her. And God said to Dr. Sumrall, go set her free. And uh, Dr. Sumrall's answer was, send somebody else. <laughs> he was a new arrival to that country. And he thought it more appropriate for someone established to go do that. And God said this to him. He said, I don't have anyone else. Now listen to that. There were other Christians in that country. There were other ministers in that country. What did he mean when he said, I don't have anyone else? He meant, I don't have anyone else who's, who's, who's skillful enough with their authority to set that girl free. It was the plan of God to set that girl free. Yes. So Dr. Sumrall went, ministered to her, and that girl was set free. And because of that, a revival came to that nation and the effects of it are still moving today. Yeah. Why? Because he became skillful with yes. his authority, not just in his own life, but in his ministry life. Yes. And I say for those of you who are in fivefold ministry, practice your authority on your personal life so that you will have greater skill when it comes to using it in the plan of God the ministry God has for you. Gain your skill. Amen. Learn your skills. Every believer needs to be skillful with their dominion and their authority. Amen. Well, I want to take a moment right now and I want to minister to you. Those of you that you may be saying, Pastor Nancy, I pain in my body. I'm harassed in my mind. I have financial problems or maybe you have problems uh, in your family, in your marriage with your children. I want you to know there's help for you today. I said there's help for you today. All we have to do is receive that help. But I want to pray and you join your faith with me. This, you join your faith with me right now. Amen. And you just raise your hands right where you're at and you say, Father, I receive the help. And I say, Satan, you take your hands off their life. You take your hands off their mind. You take your hands off their body. You take your hands off the plan of God for their life. You take your hands off their home and off their children, off their business in Jesus' name. And you be free in every arena of your life from the top of your head to the soles of your feet, into your finances, into your home, into to your family, and we say that the blessings of God abound in your life, in Jesus' name. And all you have to do is say, I take it. I take it. I take it for my life, in Jesus' name. Amen. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. 
In Nancy Dufresne's classic book, The Greatness of God's Power, she teaches how God wants us to know His power that is in our direction. It belongs to us. We cannot live the life God authored for us without His power. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. We invite you to join us for our annual prayer conference here at World Harvest Church in Marietta, California, April 4th through the 6th. For more information, visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.